What's going on, everyone? Blake Neiman at you with some more local and national sports from the Willamette Valley and beyond, where you know what day it is. We are going to dive in with lots of big news and big names going and staying with today at noon, marking the NBA trade deadline. So let's dive right into some Woj bombs. Starting off with a not-so-surprising trade in the Orlando Magic and Denver Nuggets, agreeing upon a deal to send Aaron Gordon to Denver in exchange for veteran shooting guard Gary Harris and rookie RJ Hampton, as well as a protected 2025 first-round draft pick from Denver. Gordon asked Orlando for a trade earlier this week due to his frustration with the team on a number of issues. There's been times where I just express my frustration to management, Gordon told reporters. Frustration with losses, the injuries, the way we've been playing, and how many losses have accumulated over the course of years. So it's just my frustration kind of boiling over, I would say. I think a lot of people share that sentiment with me of frustration, and that is why I want would like a, to request a trade. Since Gordon entered the league in 2014, the Magic have definitely not had a solid record, have, having combined for 203 wins and 322 losses, qualifying for the playoffs just twice and just getting knocked out in the first round each and every time. Gordon is averaging 14.6 points and 6.6 rebounds currently per game this season. Although the Nuggets lose Gary Harris and potential young talent RJ Hampton, I think Aaron Gordon can really come help Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. down low, as well as with his mid-range number. He's going to be a huge addition to Denver, and this is currently kind of just a rebuild stage for Orlando, as we will get into next, as onto Aaron Gordon's teammate in 2021 All-Star Nikola Vukovic, who was traded to the Chicago Bulls from the Orlando Magic. They traded Vukovic along with Al Forqua Aminu, to the Chicago Bulls in exchange for Wendell, Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round draft picks. Vukovic, who is averaging a career-best 24.5 points and 11.8 rebounds this season while shooting 40.6% from three-point range, is a huge addition for the Chicago Bulls. Magic president of basketball operations Jeff Waltman said in a statement, Anytime you trade a player like Nicolo, it is a tough decision to make. Vooch will go down as one of the best players to ever wear a Magic uniform, and we can't thank him enough for all the contributions he has made to the organization, both on and off the court. The Magic are gathering significant draft assets to build around young players Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz, who are currently under long-term contracts. So the Magic are definitely showing rebuild mode with the giving away of two of their biggest stars in Vukovic and Aaron Gordon, while the Bulls are trying to bring in more pieces to be a highly competitive team in the playoffs with their Zach Levine and now Vukovic. They have a solid all-star guard and a solid all-star guard, all-star center, I mean. So that is going to be great for Chicago there. They lose some solid young talents, but they will be able to make up for that with this now new all-star in Vukovic being on the team and I think this is a, this is a solid rebuilding scheme for the Orlando Magic because the organization was kind of breaking apart. Now onto another trade in Florida, but this time it's not in Orlando. It's in Miami as the Miami Heat acquired star guard Victor Oladipo from the Houston Rockets in exchange for Avery, Bad Avery Bradley, Ford Kelly Olynyk, and 2022 first round swap rights. Although Oladipo ruptured his quad in January of 2019, he has showed flashes of his old self in performances with Indiana and Houston this season, averaging 20.8 points, 
5.0 rebounds, and 4.7 assists with the Rockets this season. This is a great pickup for the Heat, who are looking to continue to push to add talent to compete at a high level in the Eastern Conference. And this is just a great addition for them. I mean, the Rockets are definitely in rebuild mode as they just lost 20 straight, just breaking that 20-game losing streak. But the Miami Heat, they still got their solid pieces from last year's finals run. I know the East is definitely way more competitive this year as Joel Embiid develops and Ben Simmons. They are developing into solid, continuous all-star candidates. Embiid was a front-runner MVP candidate before this. And, of course, the big three in Brooklyn, that unstoppable force. But don't forget, they are an underdog, and they were an underdog last year coming into the NBA Finals, and they nearly went seven games with LeBron. So don't count them out, especially with this new addition of Victor Lodipo. Now onto another big trade among star guards with the LA Clippers acquiring veteran point guard Rajon Rondo from the Atlanta Hawks in exchange for former sixth man of the year Lou Williams and a couple of second round draft picks. Rondo is also reunited with Clippers coach Tyron Liu, who was an assistant with the Boston Celtics from 2011 to 2013 when Rondo was with the Celtics. He's fiery. That was what we needed. Lou added. He's tough. He understands the game and he respects people as a straight shooter and will tell them the truth. That was my biggest thing in Boston was being honest with him and telling him the truth and keeping it real with him. This is a very tough goodbye between the Clippers organization and the man who came off the bench becoming arguably the greatest sixth man in, N- in NBA history. But it is a business after all, and it is time for a new chapter for both the Clippers and Lou Williams. This is just a great pickup for the Clippers who normally would struggle to find a way to win the, in the playoffs, as we saw last year as they just went out in the conference semifinals. And with a guy like Rondo, who turns into an all-star candidate in the playoffs, while the Hawks get a very similar regular season talent in Lou Williams, which is what they need to pair with young star Trey Young in this, and they will get some also draft picks for the upcoming draft. So they are getting some solid pieces. They are trying to get into an Easter Conference playoff contender. So that's good for them. It's good for the Clippers. I think it's an all-around win-win situation there. So that is awesome for both teams, and I'm glad that this trade worked out for them because I think it's going to help the Clippers win a champion, ultimately just push them that much more to be able to make it to the conference finals and potentially take down the Lakers if they are not fully healthy. Now we go to got to wonder whether if the Blazers are going to make any moves, of course, because we love the Blazers, and they don't normally enter two free agency with too big of moves, but they get under the radar and get some solid pickups. And that this year, it was no difference. They made a solid move acquiring Norman Powell from the Toronto Raptors while giving away Jerry Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood in return to Toronto. Powell is a, having a breakout season this year, averaging career highs in points with 19.6, three-pointers with 2.8 per game, and three-point percentage with 43.9%. I don't know if he'll, if he'll play, but I think he's going to be a fit and real good fit in our team, Coach Terry Scott said. He defends, he'll, he defends, he'll take on a per, tough perimeter assignments. He's a very good three-point shooter and a good person overall. He's been in big games in Toronto. He's won a ring, so I think that's what brings what is going to bring a very good welcome for us. Trent is averaging a career high in fit with 15 points per game in his third season and is shooting nearly 40% from three-point range, while Hood is averaging a career-low 4.7 points per game. 
They've been here with us the, the last three years on our team. We're more than just teammates. We develop bonds with each other. We spend a lot of time with each other. It's sad to see him go, but it's all a part of the business, of course, Damian Lillard said about Trent and Hood. He understands it's business, and Damian Lillard isn't going to hold on to, to players because he knows that as long as he stays in Portland, he's going to try and carry that team to a championship. He loves the relationships he creates, but he's gonna, he knows it's a business, and he's going to do whatever it takes to get a championship here in Portland. And I feel as though this is a very understanding situation, and these both of these players, as well as Powell, and Powell is going to be accepted by the Blazers organization. That's what they do. And I feel as though Trent and Hood will both be a good fit in Toronto along Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry now. As we go into finish, I kind of gave a little spoiler there, as we finish off the crazy NBA trade deadline segment, where we have the biggest news of all with Kyle Lowry simply staying put. Lowry, who turned 35 today, happy birthday to him, was the biggest star trade target available this year, leading up to this year's deadline. With him being the top two-way talent, being covered by several champ, being covered, wanted by several championship contenders. Ultimately, the Raptors president of basketball operations, Masai Ujiu, didn't find a package that compelled him enough to trade the franchise icon, and Lowry had no problem staying in Toronto, which is a place that he loves. In making trade offers for Lowry, teams had to consider whether he would turn out to be a player for just this season, or they would be able to meet his contract expectations to stay in free agency, which impacted how teams were going to go about this in trying to acquire him. So Lowry stays in Toronto, joins Trent and Hood as new teammates. We may not know what will happen this summer, but we do know is that he is here to stay this season, and he will long and always be a Toronto Raptor. As far as NFL, now on to the NFL where we go, and we are still on the topic of free agency as the Arizona Cardinals agreed to a one-year contract worth up to $6 million with cornerback Malcolm Butler. Butler will replace Patrick Peterson as the team's top cornerback option after Peterson was traded to the Vikings earlier this week, as I covered. Butler finished last season with four interceptions tied for a career high for him, 14 passes defended, and 100 tackles in just 16 games. He will now return to the stadium that kicked off his career and build up a legacy for him, intercepting Russell Wilson at the goal line in Super Bowl XLIX to clinch the Patriots' victory out in Glendale Stadium. Now that he is in the NFC West, we shall see if Butler will pick off Wilson a few more times than just a Super Bowl. Now on to some reuniting free agents as Ndamukong Sue is re-signing with the Bucks on a one-year deal worth $10 million. Sue finished the 2020 season regular season with six sacks, one forced fumble, and 44 tackles. His 300 plays against double teams was the second most only behind Los Angeles Rams' Aaron Donald, who was ultimately named the Defensive Player of the Year. Bowles credited Sue for not allowing Patrick Mahomes to properly step into his throws in the Super Bowl, during which Sue registered one and a half sacks, and Coach Bruce Arians honestly, obviously credits him for the impact that he has on young players, which is a big reason why they kept him there, not only for his talent, but his impact on the organization and the locker room setting. This deal is just the latest in what has been a very busy offseason for the Bucks, who have now extended deals for Brady and Smith, 
placed franchise tags on receiver Chris Godwin and signed Sue. Linebacker Shaq Barrett, linebacker Levante David, tight end Rob Gronkowski, and kicker Ryan Suckup all to new deals, and there's still many more to come. The Bucks are looking to keep their virtually the same roster that got them the win in the Super Bowl last year, while the Cardinals are adding major good pieces in J.J. Watt, A.J. Green, Malcolm Butler, and many, many more. They, these are going to be a solid team both out west and out in the east with the Bucks and the Cardinals. This They are going to be great, solid teams. They are trying to The Bucks are trying to keep their solid pieces while the Cardinals are looking to be a championship contender, and I think they're having very, very successful off-seasons, and they don't need to change anything. As far as local sports, the Warriors volleyball team was down two key pieces and a head co- and head coach Danae Newton and top hitter Sage Kramer, which ultimately led the Warriors to drop all three sets five to twenty-five to six, twenty-five to sixteen, and twenty-five to eleven. The Warriors are now off to a rough 0-3 start with the season starting later than many other programs due to Benton County obviously being in an extreme risk category for a majority of the start of the season, which caused the Warriors to fall behind. But hopefully the Warriors will be able to regroup and continue to strive and try and compete in this high-level Oregon West Conference. I believe in them. I believe they will try and continue to improve, improve upon lifting each other up and working together to know and analyze their mistakes, fix those mistakes, and keep keep trying and keep working to improve to a next higher level as this Oregon West Conference is one of the best in the state. It's hard to get wins in this conference, but I I think that the Warriors obviously never like to lose. We are a heart of a warrior. We always love to win, and they are not going to take this loss lightly, and they're going to get back in the gym, and they're going to work to get the win next time. So I wish good luck to you, Warriors, as you continue through this season. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. Hope you enjoyed all that wild free agency news. Many veteran names going around to new teams, finding new homes as they approach the deadline. Many teams were looking to acquire some players and acquire some key pieces as every team in the NBA wants a piece of this NBA championship this year. They're making runs and veterans have to leave their longtime homes and many young players find new homes as players are moving around like crazy and then uh, also we have the nfl where we have the cardinals and the bucks making big free agency moves and solid free agency moves as they are highly competitive and going to be great this upcoming nfl season hope you enjoyed all that you can catch me on apple podcast spotify and or youtube hope you all enjoyed hit that subscribe button hit that like button so we can spread and share all the local national sports and i will catch you all in the next one